This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hello, you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And we're going to jump right into men's and women's college basketball because that's probably where we have our most updates this week. There are a lot. (laughs) Yes. Um, So the big game this week for men's, Ohio State and Michigan, um, the only time they will meet this season. So on the men's side um, and Michigan won that game, but it was very close um, Mm -hmm. pretty much the whole way through. So I feel like, in a series of seven games between those two teams, like it could definitely go either way. I don't know that it really necessarily showed us which is the better team. Maybe Michigan yeah. a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> it, I think it just shows that these are two teams in the Big Ten that are going to do well. Like I think I can see both of these teams doing pretty well in the tournament and maybe going pretty far um, and being competitive. Like they represent the big 10 well, where other teams might not be looking so hot for the big 10 for basketball, for men's basketball, at least because the women's teams are pretty good. Yeah. Both, both teams should be fun to watch in the tournament. So that was a, like probably the biggest game that there's been in college basketball in a while, I guess. Yeah, that was a big game this weekend. Like, I kept getting a lot of different notifications about it. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this was such a big deal. I mean, they were both ranked, so, like, that makes sense in the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry. But, like, when you think of that rivalry, it's not necessarily college basketball. It's more football-related. So, it might. I, I mean, also, games are getting canceled left and right. It's understandable that people would be like, this is a really entertaining game. Let's watch this one. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of all these schedule changes. Um, so another interesting game, Wichita State um, upset number six, Houston. And Wichita State is another one of those teams that people should keep an eye on. I agree with that. I did not expect Wichita State to upset Houston. I turned that game on and was like, ah, I'll turn something else on. Like, I don't, I think Houston is going to win this one pretty easily um and wichita state proved me wrong (laughs) you think you know someone (laughs) and then things turn around it's kind of like the we'll talk about this game but the west virginia texas game i'm like oh man texas has got this and then they don't got this yeah it was a good one um surprising definitely Another surprising game, number eight, Alabama only beat Vanderbilt by four points, and Vanderbilt is six and 12. 
So, you know, like, is it just one bad game? Like, is it indicative of some issues there? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's one bad game. Something to something to just keep an eye on, I guess. Keep in the back of your yes. brain as we get closer to the tournament. <laughs> yes. I think it's... Vanderbilt. Or, well, no, they didn't lose. Sorry. They barely beat Vanderbilt. <laughs> I, I think the SEC is anyone's turn or anyone's conference at this point i mean kentucky upset tennessee and i i don't think that kentucky is back upsetting (laughs) tennessee i just think that the sec is a good basketball conference but it's um obviously it's anyone's conference right now so it's like ah well how are all these teams going to do against teams outside of the conference we'll see in a couple weeks so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Do you think that Kentucky might be back? Uh, no, I do not. I, I think <laughs> their season is, like, most definitely done. You know, like, it's just a bad year for them. Um, but Duke, okay, Duke is kind of, like, I guess in a somewhat similar position. Um, they don't have a losing record. I think they're, I think they're, like, tenants. I feel like they've won two more games than they've lost. But anyways, whatever their record is, they have at least a winning record. Um, And they just upset number seven Virginia this weekend. So I don't think they're back either, but I think it kind of keeps them in the conversation for potentially being a March Madness team. I agree with that, but I also like, I think Duke... Is having a rough season. They're having a rough go. I don't know if, even if they do make it, they're like a bubble team. I don't think they're going to make it very far. No, I don't think so either. But I like it, I guess, kind of keeps their hopes alive yeah. for, because yeah. they are Duke, being a <laughs> um, team that gets selected for March Madness. So. We'll see. We'll see soon. More upsets, though. Kansas, a team that last week I said had no business being ranked, upset Texas Tech, number 15. Yeah, they're kind of coming back. I mean, Kansas fans probably love to see it, and Texas Tech fans, ooh, having a, a tough go. Yeah, they had basketball. a, this is a rough week for the Red Raiders. Uh, <laughs> they lost to Kansas. Which is, like, that's a good loss, you know, whatever. Um, Nothing wrong there other than just losing. But then they lost to Oklahoma State in overtime. Unranked Oklahoma State? Yes. Mm. So, tough week for Texas Tech. Still think they're they're going to do well in the tournament. And I, like, as a Gonzaga fan, like, I wouldn't say I'm – necessarily afraid of them but just in general like they're a team that i probably wouldn't want to come up against um in the national tournament like i think that's fair they could i feel like they can shoot lights out on any given night and that that cannot be said for a lot of teams so it's true that's very true oof oof and as we mentioned other upsets well, it's not a huge upset when West Virginia beat tw- uh, Texas, but West Virginia was ranked number 13, Texas number 12. West Virginia was then going to play number two, Baylor. That game has been canceled. 
tragically. Yeah. Will we ever know if Baylor is as good as everyone's saying? Who knows? Well, I don't think I don't think we're gonna really know until the national tournament. I think you're correct. Like conference think, tournament oof. will I guess be an indicator, but like mm. even if Baylor lost their conference tournament, like I don't that wouldn't necessarily really make me think less of them. Like if they lost in the championship game. Yeah. I guess it would make me think a little bit less of them, but it's not like a huge, that's not a huge deal to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, um, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, Loyola Chicago, um, for college basketball fans or just March Madness fans, um, Loyola Chicago had a good run a couple years ago. Um, as you all remember, the nun that was like Sister the face Jean. of Sister Jean, the face of the the team pretty much. And they were like kind of an underdog and they made a good run. Fun fact, I know someone who went there mm-hmm. and we were like here in Austin and she was like, oh yeah, I went to Loyola in Chicago. And I'm like, Sister Jean? And she's like, Oh my God. How do you know oh about that? I'm gosh. like, well, I have eyeballs and I watch college basketball. <laughs> Anyone who went there is probably so tired of like, like that's the one thing that people probably bring up. If you say I'm school there. Yeah. I was, I was like, Oh yeah, they have a good basketball team. And she's like, yeah, I guess I, it was surprising when they did well. And I'm like, man, I would tell everyone if Wyoming had like a surprise run like that. And like somehow I guess pistol Pete might be who everyone would know. Mm-hmm. Actually know the, the barrel man. There's this man at, Wyoming football games who walks around in a barrel and that's it and cowboy boots and I'm like god that's got to be cold so that's what we'd be known for and I would be like oh that was my team we had a good run meanwhile Loyola fans are like meh anyways (laughs) Loyola is no longer like this team that everyone's like who are they who is she um they are ranked number 21 they could potentially have another really good run in the tournament right now they are 19 and 4 and according to Ken Palm, they're like the 10th best team. So they could have a pretty good shot at, you know, making a run for it, which you love to see for like a smaller school. Or we love to see. We, yes. we are biased. <laughs> not everyone. People. Not everyone. Some people like to see the Power Fives succeed. And it's not that we don't want to see the Power Fives succeed, but sometimes it's fun to watch the little guy win. Definitely. Um, so that is your men's college basketball update. <laughs> Yes. Now time for more upsets in women's basketball. Yes. Um, the big one, number three, Louisville, lost to Florida State. Tough look. So that's that's a big that's a big game. Yeah. Um and then we have Michigan and Ohio State this past week, uh, on the women's side as well as the men's side. And um Michigan won both of those games. Michigan had a very good week for for basketball. They're like, yes. Yeah. We're out here. We are a competitive school for all the sports. We are not just here for gymnastics. The polls tell us that Michigan is the better team between the two of them. Um, not by right. a ton, but yeah. um, Michigan comes out on top. So, uh, And then in Pac-12 women's basketball news, number eight, UCLA lost to Oregon State, who is unranked. Um, at that time of that game so big things happening it's big that's a big pac-12 update yes that's 
feel like those the ranked Pac-12 teams, you don't see a lot of upsets like that. So Not too um, often good for, on the women's side, no. It's, it's good for Oregon State, not so good for UCLA, but I think that they'll still be in the tournament. I'm, I wouldn't be too worried about them. I think a good number of Pac-12 teams will be in the tournament. Yes, definitely. Things you can count on. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a, it's strong. The, the Pac-12 in the Big Ten and the SEC, I feel good about for women's basketball. Changing it up to the NBA. Um, I want to know what's happening with the Lakers. Two losses to the Wizards and the Heat? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, the Wizards' is loss is definitely more concerning, I guess. Yes, that's true. That's um, true. The Wizards also beat the Nuggets and the Celtics recently, I believe. So, yeah. I, like, Ooh. the Wizards aren't a good team, really, but, like, they've had some weird wins recently, I guess. Um, the Lakers being the weirdest one of all for sure yes um yes so just keep an eye out there i guess keep an eye on the wizards i don't know a lot of wizards fans but i'm sure they're having a good time watching their team yes i mean we love rui hachimura who used to play for gonzaga um it's true and he plays for the wizards now so i'm not mad about it yeah it'd be good to see them go far and they have a pretty the East is fairly competitive, so they can do well there. If they can beat the Lakers and they can do well in the East, maybe they make a good run when it's uh, playoff time. And meanwhile, the Heat most definitely will show up, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> um, they're very good. And then the Bulls, who they don't, they're not going 500 right now before I'm like, oh, are they back on track to being a really good team in the NBA? I think they are. Uh, they've won four of the last five games. I don't think they're going to do great this season, but they are in like a rebuilding phase. You know, they've got some young players. They've got a new coach, youngish coach. They should be good. Yeah. Another team to keep, keep an eye on. Yeah. Like not, not immediately. No, like just like kind of <laughs> monitor the situation. <laughs> yeah. Like keep your like, eye peeled. Like maybe Kobe White has a has a good time and he can make it like Michael Jordan and you're like, man, North Carolina just cranking out those basketball stars, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um for just the random sports updates, Naomi Osaka won the Australian Open. Um, as predicted, the matchup with her and Serena was like a pretty big deal and it was fun. Um, and then, you know, she is out here being like the most successful young athlete. She's 23. Did you, did you realize she's so young? young, She's so young and she's like the highest paid woman athlete. She makes like, I I don't need, well, for tennis, I feel like it has to be said that like, it's not that it's easier to make that it's that women are compensated correctly in tennis, like fairly in comparison to men. So it's like a little bit easier to like keep up in the whole, who's getting paid what. Um, and she like owns part of a soccer team. She owns part of the North Carolina courage. Like she's out here. Yeah. She, she's, 
she's out here making a future. (laughs) She, she is preparing. I wonder what books she read. I wonder if she read, I will teach you to be rich or the financial diet, figure that out. Or maybe she just really likes the skim. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Anyone who knows Naomi Osaka and they can like get the lowdown on how she knows to make all these investments, send it our way. And then for your women's soccer update, the She Believes Cup is going on right now. Um, The United States has won against Canada and Brazil, and they will be playing Argentina by the time this hits your ear holes. But it's happening. It's cool. We love to see it. We love women's soccer. Um, Hopefully you all have been checking that out and getting to see these teams what is your game of the week? I would assume it is not, you know, tennis or the <laughs> She Believes Cup. <laughs> it is, uh, surprising no one, a college basketball game. Oh. So um, Michigan, coming off of their win against Ohio State, is playing Iowa. And that's, I'm like very excited for that game. Um, I think it'll be another, you know, good test for Michigan. Mm-hmm. If they win that game, then, you know, they're, continuing to prove themselves um they lose like not that big of a deal but Baylor and Gonzaga haven't lost this year so um I don't know (laughs) just saying I guess I think that is gonna be a good game and I it'll be that might be one of the best games this week yeah I, I think it has a lot of potential to be Sometimes yeah. it doesn't always pan out that way, like. But on paper, yes. Um, what's your game this week? My game of the week is not going to be the best game of the week, but it is going to be a fun one. It's a Pac-12 update of unranked Colorado okay. versus number nineteen USC. Um, hopefully, Colorado wins that. It will be in Boulder. So, I don't know. They're running. They're having some wins. They're having some losses. I want to see them get a win against a ranked opponent. Um, it's just a good way to get to the end of uh, conference play, which is really weird to think about. Yeah, I saw something that recently that was like they were projected to be like the last team in. <laughs> um, so definitely on the bubble. They definitely need to win this game yeah. um, in order to kind of give them a little bit more hope um, in terms of making the national tournament. Um, You know, if they go and surprise everyone and win the Pac-12 tournament, then that doesn't matter. But um, that is going to be a challenge, I think. So this game is definitely important for them. Yeah. Hopefully Hopefully they get that. Yeah. It'd be be cool. Like, Tad's a cool guy. It'd be cool to see him and the team make it. It's good. Good choice. Yeah. What is your hot take of the week? Um, my hot take, also surprising no one, is related to men's college basketball. <laughs> um, and I think that this year, Illinois is like a bit fraudulent Ooh. as a program. That's my Ooh. hot take. Um, I think they're going to lose early in the national tournament. Like, I would not be surprised if they lost in the round of 32. Wow. Um, <laughs> they, so they lost to Maryland earlier. Maryland is 14 and 10. So that's not a great look. 
Um, and they also, they had to take Nebraska and Indiana to overtime. They ended up winning both of those games. But Nebraska is 5-15. and 15. So The fact that you, like, had to go to overtime to beat that team is, like, a red flag to me. Um, and then Indiana is 12-10, and 10, so also not great. Um, the fact that you, like, can't take care of business against those teams in regulation is concerning to me. So my hot take is that um, Indiana's not going to make it past the round of 32. Whew. Despite being uh, ranked, like, in the top 10. And Illinois is ranked in the top 10 right now? Oh, they're number five. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think they're fifth or sixth. Okay, okay, Um, yeah. So, that's my hot take. I feel like I haven't had a good hot one in a while. It is a hot one. And they play Nebraska on Thursday when a lot of folks will be hearing this. And maybe Illinois is just scared of Fred Hoiberg. Maybe they're like, oh. We're, we're in the presence of a legend. We just don't know how to play right now, even though we're a ranked team. Maybe it's that. Maybe they're starstruck. I don't know. I don't <laughs> trust it. I think that's fair. I think that that's a really good hot take. And it's uh Might it's come back very... and bite me. Like, watch, they make it to the final four. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I would be surprised if they made it Sweet that far. Sweet 16 at best, I think. Mm, that's... Very ambitious. I haven't watched a lot of Illinois, but I'm not. Ooh, we'll see. There are so many other teams that I feel are more consistently good that they'll knock Illinois right out. I so. just don't. I don't trust their. I, I feel like there's a little bit of a lack of consistency and like kind of play down to opponents. So, um, what is your hot take this week? So my hot take has nothing to do with sports. Um, it has to do with like the the food videos that I'm sure many of us get trapped in watching on either YouTube or Instagram, like those deep dives. And I think the ones like when people make food, like the example is food that looks like other food of like you make, you use Rice Krispie treats and candy to make what looks like sushi. Like, oh, I think yeah. that, I think that's gross. I think that's um, <laughs> not like all foods that look like other foods are gross, but when they, you take like all of this like sugary stuff, so you take all these different dessert type things mm-hmm. or sweets and you turn it into something else. It's like, why would, why would you put a fruit roll up around a rice crispy treat, which is already around like, a gummy rope thing like that's disgusting so (laughs) I know people like obviously people like to make those things I'm sure people like to eat those things and I'm not really a purist like that's the thing is like I'll I eat a lot of the junk and that that is not it like that is wrong don't do that have a rice crispy treat or have the sweets but or the like candy stuff like don't don't do that (laughs) a lot of people find that like those videos really mesmerizing so you might come under fire to something. I people. yeah, and I that's well, like that's the other thing is like a lot of this, you know, so many food videos are out there and people will make the like the most disgusting stuff. Like I saw someone make uh mac and cheese with Cheetos mm. with flame and hot Cheetos. Like they boiled the Cheetos, and I'm like, no, this is not it. Like people think that they're making like a 
culinary like discovery and putting it on the internet and I'm like no the only reason this is getting views is because it's gross <laughs> oh yeah there's a lot of TikTok is a place where you see a lot of weird cooking videos like there's like a NyQuil chicken one that went viral yep <laughs> I saw one where someone put like a an entire block and I mean like industrial like kitchen block of cheddar cheese inside a turkey and then they like crusted it with flaming hot cheeto crust crumbles whatever so we're just doing too much people are and they're wasting food yeah that's true man (laughs) people really out here with nothing better to do my goodness read a book (laughs) like people spend time on that yeah and is what's surprising to me i shouldn't be surprised but I, I don't know, because I, like, I get the the desire to create something and, like, bake. Like, we've all probably watched many episodes of The Great British Bake Off. Like, I get it. I feel it. I want to, like, make these, like, little cookie chandeliers. But, like, I'm not about to defile food just to, like, make something and put it on the internet. Like, make something nice. Make it nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cooked decorated i made it nice um <laughs> yes make it nice that's a really good motto life motto in general it is it is indeed oh. <laughs> um as you make it nice what <laughs> wine are you pairing with it um this is one i'm a big fan of that i discovered recently uh it's Ooh. called long story short sauvignon blanc and it's from marble mar wow marlboro that's really hard to say new zealand um region and um if you're a fan of new zealand sauvignon blancs it's a very good go-to um like it's a decent price point so it's not too expensive it's great for your weekly bachelor watchings or whatever tv show or activity you like to have wine with so um highly recommend this isn't just like a soft recommendation this is a strong recommendation (laughs) does this wine have any relation to taylor swift and her long story short it does not but it makes me think of that okay (laughs) Uh, good question what wine are you recommending this week so i am recommending the snoop 19 crimes um for folks who yeah, I guess I don't see anyone, so no one knows this. Um, I'm not drinking wine until the beginning of April, so I will be giving recommendations. And if you have wine recommendations that you would like me to plug, hit me up. Um, I actually tell Emily Jaranka because I'm also not using Instagram or Twitter um, <laughs> because I think I wanted to just hate myself when I made a decision last week. Um, so... Let me know if you have a plug. Otherwise, I'll just be picking wines that I think people should be trying. From my understanding of the weather outside of Texas, <laughs> it's still winter. So this is a good winter wine. It's a good red. Um, and it's, I don't know, I feel like it paired well with like watching sports. Like it wasn't super heavy and it was also not super sweet. So it was a just a solid red wine. Good for a cold day. It's very true. Won't see one of those for a while. Thank goodness. <laughs> we also would welcome non-alcoholic um, yeah. beers, wines, whatever. Um, Ooh, because that's called grape juice. Well, 
No, but like, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, like stuff that you buy from a liquor store that just doesn't have alcohol in it. Not like yeah. mixers. We know what mixers are, but I feel like yeah. that's kind of a, a, a corner of like the beverage industry that I really know nothing about. And, um, but I've been told like, Oh, that, you know, a non-alcoholic like beer actually tastes like beer. Um, so it's like good for some people and especially with Lent, a lot of people are giving up alcohol. So maybe, you know, if you just like miss the taste, then we would welcome those kind of recommendations too. It's true. It's it's like all the taste, but none of the waking up the next day a little groggy, <laughs> which I love that. I already love the idea of that. That's, that's a good point. Do you have any personal plugs? Um, no, no, not really. Just, um always welcoming new ideas for topics for us to discuss so if you have those you can email them or dm them to us yeah as we're about to be in the final stretch of college basketball and then it'll be a while before it's the olympics so if there are obscure sports that you're like hey tell us more about this we like to learn about them too yeah i think like once march madness is over we will definitely be looking for topics to discuss outside of sports more so than we typically do so uh, now would be a good time to send those in so we can get them on the agenda i agree with that and then my plugs are the typical listen to the tailgate society podcast check out the tailgate society.com um and not only is march madness coming up but munch madness so get ready for that um, if you know a tailgate society person, you're like, oh man, every year you put on snacks that like you, you miss the one that I like, or how do you let this one win? Well, you know, one, let us know Two, make it so that gas station pizza doesn't make it very far because good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Why would anyone choose to put that to their People body? love gas station <laughs> breakfast pizza, Emily. Anything warm from a gas station is a no for me. Yo, I feel that, but like we, different people in the different areas of the countries, like that is really where it is. Different strokes for different <laughs> folks. It's a whole culture that we don't know. <laughs> it <about>. is. <laughs> and like, I'm like, you know, you're living your life. I'm living my life. I would never get, like, I love to go get tacos. I would never get tacos from a gas station that is like, not a taco place that somehow is next to a gas station. Sure, yeah, like a food truck. Or like a yeah. pop-up kind of a thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So get those votes in, folks, so that we can see. Stop the madness. Stop the madness. <laughs> Stop the Midwest. Come on Stop now. I know that we have folks. madness of ridiculous snacks advancing in this bracket, please. <laughs> <laughs> and this is no shade to the people who are enjoying these snacks. It's just there are other options. So let's let's see them. Let's see them win. Let's see Buffalo Chicken Dip win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have a somewhat local, I guess, bigger than sports thing for us this week as a Texan. Yes. So for folks who didn't watch the news last week or just only watched local news and they don't live in the state of Texas or near the state of Texas, a massive storm um, rolled up through here and it was cold for multiple days, which like doesn't seem like a big deal, but like the power grid was pretty iffy for lots of people. Like plenty of people didn't have um, power for like a good part of last week, which for 
folks who live in the cold, you know how that could be pretty inconvenient and um, your pipes freeze and all, all of this damage happens. So um, the Houston Texans donated half a million dollars to help with the winter storm Yuri or Uri, who knows what it's called. I'm just glad it's gone recovery <laughs> efforts um, because we, it like, it wasn't really a ton of snow. I would say it was under, it was around half a foot, like in any given spot across the state, but a lot of people were like severely impacted by this. So it's really cool to see that the Texans were like, Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're dealing with our own dumpster fire of like players leaving, but we can help with this recovery effort. Yeah, it's very, very good donation and um, definitely much needed. Yeah. That so, did not sound like a pleasant time. So it's, yeah, some people had it pretty bad and like we were very fortunate that we did have power, but like I was reading an article of it, like it's billions of dollars of stuff destroyed from this. And I'm just like, man, I hope that people's lives can like get back to normal like plumbers are out there doing the be nice to your plumber i was gonna say like, plumbers should be like given a medal of honor because <laughs> they're doing the most we had a plumber come and they were like hey we fixed it see so of this thing but we didn't completely fix it we're gonna have to come back but it might not be for a while because everyone has the yeah, same problem like, at this point they're just trying to put on the metaphorical band-aid to whatever your plumbing issue is to like yep. hold you over until yeah. So that they can cover, you know, they can get everyone to that point and then go back and do the more long-term fixes. Yeah. I'm sure. So it's, it's good and, like, man, bless them. So be nice to your plumbers. Be nice to your people. And if you are so moved, there are plenty of um, organizations taking donations in Texas to help folks. Like, I don't know how well-known it is that there's, like, a lot of homeless people in Houston and Austin and Dallas. So, um a lot of people impacted, a lot of help needed. Yeah. But a lot of we're starting here with the Texans. Because of the cold. Which is yeah. Man. It's getting better. We're moving in the right direction. Good but, to hear. Yeah. That is all I have this week. What about you? I'm glad about wraps it up. All right. We will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily, Sports and Courts.